your every day will be a day for joy and gladness. You're welcome to church. I'd like you to be happy this morning. God is, God is good. Do I have people here that God can say God is good to me? Did they come to church? Let me hear you shout hallelujah. Regardless of what I see, regardless of what I hear, one thing that cannot be taken away from me is the realization that God is good to me. Glory to God. I realize that if God be for me, the entire world can be against me. It doesn't bother me. Glory to God. But this morning, the Lord will have me speak to you about the power of relationships. In First Samuel chapter 18, and verse number 1, that's the scripture we're looking at this morning. First Samuel chapter 18, verse number 1. The Bible says, And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit or connected with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan loved David as his own soul. Praise the Lord. Am I in church this morning? I'll say praise the Lord. <laughs> You made me to be a bit uh, apprehensive when I didn't hear your voice. Let me hear you shout hallelujah again. So that's to announce your presence here. It is impossible to succeed extraordinarily in life when you are void of understanding of the power of relationship. It is impossible for any man, any woman to experience extraordinary success in life when that person is ignorant of the power that is available in relationship. Brother, sister, whoever you are hearing me this morning, the earlier you know the value and the power of relationship, the better for you. Listen to me this morning. The earlier you know how to value relationship, the better it is for you. And if the only thing you know to do well is relationship, I can guarantee you that regardless of what you see presently, you are on the path to exceptional growth, exceptional blessing. Nothing can stop you. Regardless of how it is now, if that issue of knowing how to relay with people better becomes a passion in your heart, I can close my eyes and predict your future. That your future is great. That your tomorrow is beautiful. That there is nothing in life that will make you a failure. Just by you understanding how to relate well. 
May I let you know, friends, that the number one way by which you can know somebody who is under a very serious spell is that that person has problems relating with people. When you see a person that every time people walk away from, from, from time to time, they walk away from you, it is a very strong indication that something very terrible is, is walking around, is walking against you. I'm saying this very clearly so that you can begin to, as you have come to church, you can begin to look into your, uh, into your relationship bank and see how robust it is. Know how great it is. How deep it is. You see, everyone you see that is doing well in life, in business, in ministry, in politics, in any aspect of life at all, anyone you see that is doing well, it is because there are certain uh, relationships that they have courted that is working for them. And everyone that you see that is not making it, that is not, that is not having real success in life, check their relationship bank. It is very weak and low. It's very what? It's very weak and low. It's very, it's, some, of, some, of our bank, some of our relationship accounts is in red. Is in red. Ability to sustain the relationship that God brings us into is one of the things that clearly shows how your tomorrow is going to be. How your tomorrow is going to be. If people keep dropping away from you, you need to watch out. Oftentimes, people don't just drop as an individual. They drop with every grace they carry. And when people remain with you, they remain with you with everything they have. I've often said to people, it is not speed you lack in life. What you lack in life are, are people. It is not money you lack. What you lack really is people. The reason why you are down is not because of the circumstance of your back. It is that you have failed to leverage on relationships of good people around you. When you are unskillful in relationship building, it is not difficult to know that stress will always be around you. Life is not meant to be lived in isolation. Life is designed to be lived in cooperation and collaboration with others. Is anybody hearing me this morning? As a life is not supposed to be lived in what? In isolation, but to be lived in cooperation and collaboration with others. That's how real life emerges. Somebody say, I hear you. So, when you lack relationship, you lack the most important thing. Imagine David messing up 
his relationship with Jonathan. His life will have been cut short a long time. Because it is in that relationship that he found succor. That he found protection. That he was given information that helped his life. Am I talking to you? Information that helped him to stay alive. It is that relationship that assisted him to be able to get to the throne on time. You cannot do away with relationship and, and expect to keep rising in life. Now let me quickly put some things to you. I want to share with you maybe about 15 things you need to do or you need to learn when it comes to relationship. Number one, you must learn to do away or eliminate parasitic mindsets and entitlement mentality. Eliminate parasitic mindsets and entitlement mentality. Let me let you know that nobody wants to relate with a parasite. What did I just tell you now? You want to relate with one? Do you like parasites around you? People that all they do when they come around you is to just take away from you. Nobody likes that. That's why when people come to discover that you are a parasite around them, what do they do? Rather than they becoming your bridge to going forward, they build a wall around themselves. So they just close up. That's what happened. So, as a person who wants to relate with people, who is looking for who to relate with, you cannot afford to have a parasitic mentality or mindset or an entitlement mindset. This mindset that says it is my right for them to give to me. It's my right. For me, for after all, after all, after all, if we are, you know, this, no, no, the, you must get that thing away from you. It does not help anybody. So, that is one thing you must take away from your life. Relationship between David and Jonathan, when you looked at it, is a relationship both to give and to get. Even though relationship is not supposed to be transactional in the real sense, but... The fact is that it opens up the minds of people to want to embrace you when they know that you are not coming to their lives to be a parasite. Number two, and that list, you know, it dovetails from the first one I mentioned. Always approach relationship with the mindset of I am here to be a blessing and to contribute to your success. Always approach the, the relationship that God is bringing you into with that mindset, with that approach that I am here to be a blessing to you and to contribute to your success. In other words, if you want people to relate well with you and to relate better with you, be contribution motivated, be contribution driven. See what you can contribute to that person. And listen, don't tell me that they already have money. No. In life, you can contribute to everyone. You may, not need, you may not have money to contribute to somebody who is rich, but there is something you can contribute to that life. Am I talking to anybody? There is no one created by God in this earth that has everything he needs. 
that has everything. No. That's why they say the rich also cry. Why, do, why does the rich cry? Not because they don't have money, not because money has gone, but there are certain things that perfect them, that complete them, that people are not releasing. So it makes them to cry. Glory to God. So as a person who is looking for relationship with another, settle it in your mind that I am a contributor. I want to... I mean, when you approach somebody and you are telling that person that, look, I am here to be a blessing to you. Who wants to be... Who, wants, who, who has to be blessed? That I'm here to contribute to your success. I know you're already a success, but I want to contribute to it. I want to add my little to it. Who wants to say no to that? So that's the second thing that you must understand as law of relationship. Be contribution driven. Number three, be, be generous as a, pop up, as, a, as a point of being a standard behavior in your life. Be a giver. Somebody that keeps releasing. Keep releasing. I mean, every time I read Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 2, I get amazed as to what God put there for us through Apostle Paul. Speaking to us about a church that was seriously poor. Second Corinthians 8 verse 2. Can you please give it to us to read? The Bible says, even in their poverty. Look at it. How that in a great trial of affliction, that's number one. They were in pains. Affliction means pains. Things not working well. The abundance of their joy and their deep poverty. Can you see that? That is like a double jeopardy for me. They are in pain, they are also poor. But in spite of that, the Bible said they are bounded unto the riches of their liberality, their generosity. They were not too poor not to give. Why were they not too poor not to give? Because they had generosity as a principle of their life. It's a principle of their life. You need that in your life. Build that generous mindset. I am a giver. I am not a taker. I am a blessing. I am not a curse. Am I talking to anybody this morning? Are you here with me? You need that in your life. If lost, and listen to me, you can't, don't tell me that when I become a millionaire, I'll begin to, be, I'll, I'll begin to give. I can't, I can close my eyes and tell you you will not give. In fact, you will be the worst millionaire ever created. If you don't know how to give when you have hundreds. And that leads me to the fourth, the, the, the what, no? number one now? Number four. What will make you to be able to give in poverty is your ability to be sacrificially involved. Sacrificially involved. You want to relate with people? Be sacrificially involved with real and genuine passion. Don't be fake. Be real. Sometimes you move from the level of giving to the level of sacrifice. Sacrifice is what inf was, I mean, it's what informed that woman, the widow that has two mites and gave two mites. Sacrifice is the reason for that young man, young boy, with 
a lunch pack of five bread, loaves of bread and two pieces of fish to release it. Ability to be able to give sacrificially. To live sacrificially. In a manner that says to you that look, I am going to put all that I have into you. Means ability to pour yourself into that relationship. You pour yourself out into it. That's what this is about. Number five thing I want to encourage you to learn to do if you want to build be a, a relationship builder is that you must learn to build a connection before you will ever need one. Build connection before you will ever need it. Let me repeat what I said a few minutes ago. Relationship can either be a bridge that helps you to cross to the other side. It can also be a wall that stops you on the particular side. Now, what you need to learn to do is to build a connection with people before you will ever need the assistance at all. So that when you need the assistance, they will freely give it to you without the sentiment or without their feeling that you have come to use them. Somebody you are not talking to. Somebody you are not exchanging words with. Suddenly you are in need and you are remembering to call the person. So the person has a sense that you want to use me. And there are a whole lot of people that come to church everywhere who are users of relationship and never investors in relationship. The point I'm making is that you must be a contributor to relationships so that one day you may need it. Drawing it will come out of joy. The Bible speaks to us in 2 Kings chapter 3 verse 11 of a, a man by the name Elisha who was said to pour water in the hands of Elijah. I mean, are you here with me? 2 Kings chapter 3 verse 11. When he was pouring the, the water, he did it for almost 20 years. As well as he said, you know, he said, look at Elijah. He said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. He was doing that. Little they didn't know that one day there will be a time when they will cross the Jordan River and he will need the grace. He will need to withdraw from the bank of a relationship to be able to cross back. A day came when Elijah said, yes, you have poured water enough. Ask me what I will do for you before I'm taking away. You know the story. I said it to you last. I think that was last Sunday or so. Okay, so you will see that. So, learn to pour water that is building connection. That is you releasing a connection. Building it, building it, building it. Because you will never know when you will need to be able to walk on that bridge that you have always been building through relationship. Did you hear me say so? Number seven. Okay, number six. Respect the opportunity that God brings to you to meet with people. Respect the opportunity that God gives to you to meet people. Every day we get to meet with people. And I want to advocate to you and I want to encourage you to learn to be, to meet people. To learn to meet people. Arayan, Nirewa. 
learn to meet people. New people. Now respect. Respect them. That opportunity. Always prepare to meet people from moment to moment. Never place it down in your life. Glory to God. Always know that. When you are invited to anything, to, 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 and you, you, you are invited to join somebody, to go meet with somebody, don't joke with it, because you will never know what that three minutes uh, time of meeting with that person will do for you, for your children, for your children that are not even yet born. What meeting with that person will do in your life. I encourage you, respect every opportunity to meet with people. Praise the name of the Lord. Number seven, make up your mind that you will be and remain an asset. You will be and you will remain an asset. Never be a concern. Never be somebody that when they hear that you are coming, they lock their door and they do something else. Don't be a concern in your life. Be an asset. Somebody say, God helping me, I will be an asset. Say loud, say, God helping me, I will be an asset. I will never be a concern. That's very important for you to know. Make up, if this thing comes out of decision, and then it comes out of positioning. Your decision and your positioning helps you that I will be an asset, I will never be a concern. When people think about me, they will think about me with good. They will wish that you have come. My presence will not be an irritation. I will not be a constant to them. I will be an asset. Is anybody hearing me? Number eight, honor and respect people. You want to build relationship or you want people to relate well with you. Honor and respect people. Respect boundaries. Don't get to someone's house and the first place you go is their kitchen. Respect boundaries. They give you warm meat and you are looking at it like this, even while the person is looking at you. Respect boundaries. If it's about three years, only a question. Only a question. Wherever they put you, stay there. Respect time. Respect the time of people. Don't be somebody that apologizes all the time. They say, come by 8. You come by 8.30. And you are coming like this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. The next time, they say, come by 7. Or eight, again, you come by nine. Say, I'm sorry. The next time you are coming, say, I know you will say, I'm sorry. Even before you begin to say, and that thing is reducing you, and you don't know. It's reducing you. Respect and honor people's time. That you are a time waster does not make every other person a time waster. Don't use your own problem to inflict other people. So it's very important that you learn uh, to respect and honor people. Honor commitment. Honor vows. If you make vows, honor it. 
It helps you. Number 19, you must learn to do. These are things, when you look into the story, I get to that same scripture. Just check David and Jonathan. You will see all of these principles there. Just because of our time, I didn't want to go into all of that. Number 9, learn to reach out first in relationship. Reach out first in relationship. If you know of someone that your destiny is connected to yourself, or whose, um, whose relationship you seriously desire, learn to, don't wait for that person to make the first move. You be the one that will first make the move. Learn to reply SMS. Did you hear what I said? Learn to, learn to do that. When they make posts in WhatsApp, reply. Make comments. Make comments. You want relationship, this is how it works. You miss a call, return the call. Return the call. Return the call. There are people that are, many of us, we are, I don't know who, I don't even know how to call you. All of these things, you know, it works against you and you wonder why things are not working. I am telling you why it's not working. What you need is no more prayer. What you need is adjustment. Tell yourself, tell your neighbor adjustment. Uh, adjust, adjust. That's what you need. It's not going to mountain again. This is what you need. Your HOD puts a, a something on your platform. You will never comment. Never talk about it. That's not good enough for us at all. And one of the things you must learn to do within this reaching at first is to learn to say thank you. It's part of it. Thank you. It is better to say it even though you don't mean it. Than to mean it and not say it. Did you hear what I said? It's better for you to say thank you even when it didn't, didn't meet you well. Than for you to mean it. I mean to say thank you but I didn't say it. No. It is better to be overthank. To overthank. To put thank you in overdrive. Keep saying it. It builds relationship. Yini yini. Yini yini can you show me? Keep saying it. It's better to overappreciate than to underappreciate. Gratitude is important oil in making relationship to work. So all of these things are the reason why some are poor. Why they lack helpers. Why nobody's looking in their side. Why they are alone carrying their body. Because of these things that we are talking about. They do you something. I said, 
Only pay me the fellow. I said, I want to come across your phone. They are by the teacher, and I say, Papa. There are some of you that is the reason why doors are locked against you, and you don't know. Glory to God. Number 10. End the trust of the people you want to relate with. End their trust. End their trust. N E A R O N. End their trust. Win their trust. Now, God commands us to love. He didn't command us to trust people. To love people is commanded. But to trust people, you earn it. You tell me the reason. You show me enough reason. Why I should what? Trust you. Why should trust you? And there are two things that will help. Maybe two or three things that will help to show whether you are somebody to be trusted. Number one, your loyalty to people. How loyal are you to them? How loyal are you to people? Loyalty helps people to be able to know that you can be trusted. Loyalty. They put you in charge of a shop. And every time, something has to get missing there. And you wonder, he said, well, I, I don't know. I don't know, it's just two things of milk that was missing, as though you are the one that put it there. Eh? Two things of milk. He said, I cannot even explain. You can't explain the thing missing. This one missed. The other one missed. Yet you are not a thief. Did I, call, did I call the person a thief? Because I don't know what you are looking at. He's only missing, but you are not a thief. Pra pra praise God. The second thing that will help you to demonstrate trust, that will make people to trust you, is your competence to deliver. Your competence, your capacity to deliver. If they give you to deliver 200 bonds, or snacks, and you are to deliver by 10. When you make the 200, if you like, make 250, and you come by 12, you have messed up everything, including the labels that you put there, including the jara you put there. Capacity to deliver is time bound. Time bound. Is integrity driven? I will do it. And then you do it to time. You do it to specification. That is what will make the next contract to be given to you. It is by that way that you build capacity. Glory to God. And their trust. Something you know that you cannot, you cannot do with less than 100 naira. Don't say because they are putting pressure on you, I will take 90. And so you take 90, you reduce. You reduce the quality and you expect them to, to come for you next time. They will not come. If they, if they come to me as your pastor to ask for my opinion, I say don't give it to her. It's me that will say so. Alright. Are you listening to me? 
so that you say, ah, but oh, pastor, defend me. I, I, I will be the first not to defend you. Glory to God. Number 11. Be deliberate about creating first, right, first and right impression. Become somebody that when you have an opportunity, like I just mentioned to you, you are taking, they are giving you something to do for the first time in the place. What are you supposed to do? Make that impression. You don't have the second time to make the first right impression. In relating with people, that's how it should be. Glory to God. Be deliberate about creating impression. That by the time you are leaving that person, the person is looking for you to come back the next minute. Have you not had people that you have, they have not seen you for one week? They, they will be saying that, ah, ah, oh, 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 my friend, oh, that be one year, And there are some that when they leave you for one day, you are saying, Lord, let him not come back at least for one year. Be deliberate about creating impression. Number two, thing is that make gatekeepers your friend and not your enemy. Make what? Make what? Gatekeepers. In life, there are gatekeepers. In every environment, there are gatekeepers. If you walk uh, like some of our people here, who God has blessed, you get to their place before you see them. In this church, you can see them anyhow. But <laughs> when you get to where they are, you can't see them anyhow. There is a PA to meet. There is a secretary. There are all those people. Even drivers. Drivers can become, they can be gatekeepers. They determine whether your message, if a messenger, oh, they, there are no messengers again, office assistants can be gatekeepers. They determine whether the, your file moves or your file is under the table. It doesn't matter whether you know the CEO. Is it not when the CEO gets to see the file that he knows what to do? Gatekeepers. Don't commonize people. Don't say they don't want to... Am I talking to... I mean, I've worked a bit. So I can tell you how this thing works. Glory to God. Even something that your guy has minuted can travel for three months. And trust me, can travel for five, five minutes. What travels for three months can travel for five minutes. Depends on... And it is not about bribery. It's about relating. Oftentimes we think that everything is about bribery and corruption. No. No, here you are. You are coming to somebody's office. It takes about three other offices to get to the office you really want to go. And here you are. Nobody, you don't greet nobody. You just come. Just go. And Umbo. By the time you collect one contract, that's the only thing. The next one, you begin to wonder why it's dragging. Why it's dragging. By the time you, uh, by the time you tell, you say, I, I've already I've seen that thing before. I've already commented on it. What happened? They begin to look for it, look for it, look for it, and all that. So learn. The point I'm making is that learn to respect gatekeepers. In every organization they are. Listen to me. There are people that have the ears of the person you are looking for. 
those people are what we call gatekeepers. When I say gatekeeper, I'm not talking about the one that... Uh, praise the Lord. You know what I'm talking about now. People that, are, that carry influences around where you are going. And for those of us that God has blessed, your cook can also be your gatekeeper. You better don't mess up with your cook. You, you, <laughs> you better don't mess up with your cook. There are people you don't mess up with in your life. I, I don't say they will do anything. <laughs> Praise God. Respect gatekeepers. Don't look down on them. My father and the Lord will say that actually, only four man. In your college, you say you're many. You cannot be a director, or let me say, you cannot be a manager at the same time be a messenger. Let the messenger do his work, let the manager manage well. And what I'm saying is that for relationship to work, you need more than just one person, you need it like a network. And that leads me to the next thing I want to talk to you. Learn to be wise in solving relationship problems. Learn to be wise in solving relationship problems. Learn to be wise. When you are in relationship, sometimes there will be very stormy period. That you have related for long for with somebody does not mean that there will not be trouble sometimes. You must learn to solve those problems. A relationship is not good because it never went through troubles. A relationship is good because the problems that come out of it are resolved. Please, what I am saying to you, I have learned to discover that relationship is not, if I'm relating with my son here, uh, the relationship is not just about me and, and myself. It's not about me and Shola. That relationship can be generational. It can lead to children to children. It can lead to grandchildren to grandchildren. That's why if I cut off from him, it is not me alone I've cut off from. I've cut my children away from his children. I've cut my grandchildren away from his grandchildren. Because every man tells their stories. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? If me, he hurts me. And I can't resolve quickly, I will tell my story. That story to my children. So the children that have always been seeing me and bowing, ah, Elisa, Uncle, how are you? They begin to withdraw. Why? Because Daddy has spoken. Me also gets home and speaks to his children. And so the children that walks warms up to me and embrace me, you know, <laughs> words are powerful. Tell your neighbor, words are powerful. So this that's why it is not about one to one. These things spread. That's why relationship, when it got sad, we must work quickly to resolve it. Before it gets too bad. Glory to God. Solve the problems that can be resolved. There are no problems that cannot be resolved. Forget about it. If anybody has ever done good to you before, when problems come, always remember that one good. That one good. I'm telling you because I believe in relationships. Number 14. 
close and end relationship wisely. Don't close it. Don't let it become a deadly thing. Close and end relationship wisely with wisdom. There are relationships that are seasonal. There are relationships that are lifetime. Did you hear what I said? There are relationships that are what? Seasons come and go. But there are relationships that are lifetime. That are meant to be a lifetime relationship. You've got to learn that. So, even if a relationship is seasonal, know how to walk away from it without, you know, without inflicting maximum injury. I am sure that there are clocks you have that you are no longer using. Do I have people like that? Amen? You can cut away clocks and say, I don't want this cloth again. Can you say you don't want your hand again? Okay, you don't want your hand. Let me cut it. Has your hand not experienced pains that enters into your head before? I always say it this way. How many of you, some of you are too powerful. You, you never had Whitlow before? Whitlow is just in one finger of a hand. But it sends sensation to your head. Your head will feel it. Why don't you say because of that, let me cut it off. Because when you cut it off, it leaves a permanent scar in that place. But a cloth you can take off. I don't want this one again. There are relationships that are like cloth you can take off. But there are relationships like, like, like your hand. You can't cut it off. That's the point I'm making. So what do you do? Sometimes the pains you, in, you go through it. You look at the greater good than the immediate troubles. That's how you maintain and manage relationships but if you must leave, leave quietly. It's like my father the Lord will always say, when you want to leave a door, when you want to leave a house, say, close the door gently. Don't make too much noise about the door because you may need the door to enter again. You may need it. Don't close because when you close the door, bam, like that, people will hear, ah, they will know when you close so by the time you need the door to enter again, people will wonder, but he closed it before, or he closed it before. That's not what is right. Okay? The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I'd like to encourage you to keep growing your network of influence. The more the merrier. The more people that come to your life, the better. Always do a checklist in your life. There are more people are in your life than those who are living. Very important that you learn to do that. The more people come into your life, your friendship bank must always increase. Over and above. I am not saying that everybody will love you. Everybody will like you. There may be one or two or few people that will live your life. But always ensure that your balance sheet is in your favor. Did you hear what I said? Did anybody hear what I just said now? That the balance sheet of your relationship is always what? In your favor. In your favor. Your network. 
define sometimes your net worth. Always ensure that you know that. And finally, as I leave you this morning, in building and sustaining relationship, don't you ever forget the God factor. God alone is the one that opens the door that no one can. It doesn't matter who wants to help you. If God did not help them, the door gets shut. But keep praying and trusting the Lord that every door that God has opened for me will remain open. The enemy will not shut it. Praise the name of the Lord. Did you get anything this morning? Stand to your feet. If that clap is for Jesus, it's too weak.